Welcome to the Data for Betterment podcast, Reimagine Hybrid Work, with your host, Maribel Lopez. Maribel is the founder of the Data for Betterment Foundation and Lopez Research. The Data for Betterment Foundation is a nonprofit organization that helps individuals understand and prepare for how their career will change as companies embrace new technologies. Lopez Research, a market research and strategy consulting firm, helps companies understand how technologies such as connected devices, collaboration, cloud computing, and AI change the customer and employee experience. The firm's clients range from startups to global corporations, including 10 of the Fortune 30. She's also the author of the highly regarded business book on how those technologies are transforming the company, employee, and customer experience, Right Time Experiences, published by Wiley. She's also a frequent public speaker at corporate events and contributor at Forbes.com. Maribel is currently researching and writing her next book on how to build successful strategies for workplace transformation. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast and now videocast. I am here with Tammy Adams. She is the VP of Global Sales and Marketing for Honeywell Connected Enterprises. Tammy, welcome to the show. Maybe we can start with you introducing yourself and what Honeywell Connected Enterprises does. Sure. Thanks so much for having me. Really uh, happy to be here today. Yeah, so Honeywell Connected Enterprise is a business organization inside of Honeywell that really looks at software and technology across uh, several spaces, specifically in the building space, which I reside, as well as our aerospace, cyber, and industrial organizations. And we provide software for all those areas and services and support. Okay, so that's a lot of ground that you're covering for sure. Where we are at Lopez Research and in Data for Betterment over the Past year, we've seen that there's been a lot of focus on enabling remote work. That's not surprising to anybody. Enabling it, creating better practices for it. In a Forbes article, I called this the move from moving to remote light to remote right. And now I've been talking to a lot of organizations. Many of them have already gone back to work. Some actually never left. But there's this whole new concept of how we're thinking about work, how we're thinking about buildings. We're rethinking what the office could be. We're rethinking what intelligent buildings and spaces could be, uh, what collaboration looks like, what focus work should look like in these new structures. And I actually thought that you'd be a great person to talk to this about because you've been, Honeywell's been in the industry for a while, and I'm sure there's been a lot of change actually now and before the pandemic in terms of how you're thinking about it. So maybe you could speak a little bit about how the concept of intelligent buildings has changed for you at Honeywell. Yeah, definitely. It's a great question. So, you know, we kind of think about helping our customers making that digital transformation really a reality for them. And we think about the organization around kind of buildings where I kind of reside is how can we connect them and make them digitally savvy? And so if you think about managing the entire building from in the portfolio, everywhere from your phone, maybe, you know, from your home office or from your local coffee shop is kind of how we visualize it. And making that transformation and that change, I think, is really important even in a post-COVID era. So we have to think about taking our customers and their visitors and their occupants and their contractors and that combination back safely 
And also doing it in such a way, there's a level of occupancy comfort, there's energy efficiencies that have to be still kind of be here to in kind of this post era. And then we have to look at that for all types of commercial buildings, everything from a pharma, traditional commercial real estate, industrial, retailers, hospitals, you name it, we have to kind of contemplate how do we do that across those vertical spaces. And so I think our vision overall is really to kind of improve the way those buildings operate and then create kind of that safer environment. So there's a lot in there. And I think we've gone everywhere from intelligent buildings or turn the lights on and off to intelligence being about a more set of personalized experiences, a different employee experience. What does that mean for you today when you're talking to customers? What are you talking to them about? We're talking to them, I think, about kind of five pillars of part of our application footprint, which we call kind of enterprise performance management. We talk to them really about how their global operations look. We look at site operations. We look at asset performance, energy and sustainability, and then that digital worker aspect of it. And so when we talk about bringing those employees back on the kind of that fifth element, it's really about that experience. So think about how you want to be able to kind of bring those visitors back in, employees back in, and and using maybe like a QR code for them to pre-register. You can kind of create templates and have them ask them a series of questions before they ever show up to your office space. And they're able to kind of scan in and you can use geofencing to be able to kind of track them. What if you can provide them wayfinding? What if on that, that mobile application, they can also then potentially look at uh, hot desking, right? Having sensors on desk so they can know what sex are available, which ones are clean, what conference rooms can I leverage? And be able to kind of all do that from a phone type experience. We also want the employees, contractors, and visitors to kind of feel safe that they're coming back in. And how can I interact with my colleagues in a safe space? And how can I even order food, right? So all those things have to be factored. And as I talk to our clients and prospects, They've been doing surveys over the last six months to kind of figure out how to bring their employees back. And as as part of that, are they going to come back full time? And so I think in the last six months and talking to my clients, they've said, look, 40% of my employee base is probably going to come back maybe one, two, three days a week. I've got another probably 30% that are going to come back full time because they're in kind of an element of day-to-day operations and manufacturing spaces that I need them to perform. And then the, the remainder is never going to come back. They can work remotely. And so then they have to kind of rethink the space. And so they're in the process right now, once they've completed those surveys, it's kind of really, how do I rethink that space? How do I make it more efficient? And how do I get those folks that are coming back either 100% or even part-time wanting to come back? And I think that's where the occupant experience is really going to pivot and change how people really think about remote working and in-person working going forward. I absolutely agree. We've been talking about these three categories of workers. We've been talking about the full-time work in the office, which you just mentioned. We've been talking about the full-time remote. And then we've been talking about the nomadic worker. And I think the nomadic worker, the concept used to be that that was the person who was at the coffee shop or at the airport. They were traveling a lot. But now I think nomadic worker is somebody that goes back and forth. Like you said, maybe they're one or two days a week, maybe they're three days a week, but they're not necessarily somebody that's in the office full time and actually creating a set of infrastructure and services to support that. I know a lot of my clients are actually talking now about how much real estate do they need and how do they think about that? And should they consolidate it? And should they actually 
have smaller spaces, but in more locations so that they can distribute their workforce in a different way. So people are really thinking differently about it. And I think that's very exciting. Do you think there's something in specific that you've seen your customers struggling with that you're helping them work through? I mean, you mentioned a lot of the challenges that you're seeing today, but what advice are you giving clients? So I think there's a couple of things. One is I think even in the kind of the heating and cooling side of it, I mean, there's a couple of pieces. If you think about how do they determine kind of the, the ventilation, right? And when we talk about filtration, I think we all started thinking filtration was critical in bringing the employees and the visitors back. The HVAC side of it and the heating and ventilation kind of account for about 60% of like energy consumption. So they have to contemplate in their sustainability program. So it's kind of a, it's a balancing act, right? You have to look at the sustainability programs that you have in place and then balancing that the comfort and safety and the different ventilations that you're going to have to contemplate to bring those employees back. So I think there's a lot of things that they're struggling with. And right now, I'd say the sustainability goals and things that they were trying to achieve and driving operational costs down because you're not going to have a, a building that's full of people is definitely still mission critical to them right now. And how many of those assets do they keep? And that balancing act then turns into, I think, how do I then use AI and solutions that even Honeywell provides through the enterprise performance management portfolio? How do they account for kind of some of that savings that they need to generate to balance it and while keeping the employee safe on the ventilation side and then providing other tools and technologies that we manufacture that can, can participate and provide that safety and that comfort? And so I think there's that balance of trying to save money 10 to 20% make sure that the building is still being maintained, but then that 60% of that comfort and safety is kind of where they're balancing and they're really struggling right now and looking for ideas. Yeah, I think it's new world territory for everyone, right? And I also think that it's, you mentioned that your customers are doing surveys, the companies I've been speaking to are doing surveys. Everybody's trying to figure out what that balance is of who wants to be in the office and who doesn't. And I think originally we thought everybody was like, oh, we're all gonna be out of the office, but it turns out that there's a large percentage of the workforce that does wanna be in the office or that at least wants to come back for collaboration. So that whole structure of how we're thinking about the buildings and what we're thinking about in terms of occupancy management. And I know that you actually mentioned mobile earlier and QR codes. And I imagine that was actually something that was really critical for Honeywell to actually be involved in as well, because it's such a critical component of how organizations are looking at the return to the office. Now, I know that you actually also did some other interesting things. I know you're in sales, so I want to talk to you a little bit about the change in selling and how you're thinking about selling. And you actually embarked on virtualized experiences. Maybe you could tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. It's kind of a personal project that I started. We have a virtual sales organization. And while we were virtual, I think pre-pandemic, it got more virtualized, obviously, post-pandemic. And, and I would say half of the new team that we have brought on in the last, you know, kind of, I would say six to nine months, none of us have been able to meet in person. So we're having to onboard team members and bring them up to speed quickly. And we have to create kind of these virtual experiences and for them to kind of interact with our client base. While Zoom is great, and I'm talking to you right now on Zoom, it's a fantastic tool. We need to kind of get beyond Zoom. So to me, it's kind of the next iteration of kind of the immersible experience. And so I've created these skyscapes where you look at virtual reality inside of a building. So think about the day in the life of when you used to go to the office and how you would interact with your smartphone or your badge or your uh, bar reader and being able to kind of scan into the office, walk through a turnstile, maybe order a cup of coffee, interact in a conference room, secure a hot desk. 
all those things that we just talked about earlier, imagine being able for it to be immersed in a, in a virtual reality that I can walk you through the scenarios and show you all the technology that healthy buildings provides, our sign visitor management solutions provide, or our enterprise performance management, and being able to manage that from the, the CEO's office, right? So it's those personas that we're creating in a virtual reality and being able to kind of walk you through it. And so I'm really excited about bringing that technology to the sales organization so that they can actually demonstrate on their own and immerse them and personalize it for them specifically in their day in the life. I love that. It's like bringing the experience to the person wherever they are, right? It's the right time experience, right information, right person, right time. They can deliver it to their clients, but actually really also trying to create a new level of engagement. I think one of the things that we're struggling with in this pandemic time is we we have had this experience. We've moved into a video conferencing experience. It only took, what, 30 years to get there, but we're here. And, and now the question is like, how do we create a new level of engagement? How do we create culture? How do we create employee experiences and, and better customers? customer experiences. So I'm super excited about that. And a little bit of what you were talking about was leading into my last question, which is about the future. So when, and and maybe it's too early for the future, but when you're talking to the customers, what are you talking about in terms of how to think about the future? Yeah, I think right now we're, I think it's still kind of early days about just getting a grasp on the surveys and kind of what's important to them. But I think what we're trying to get them to understand is that the solutions around enterprise performance management, visitor management, healthy buildings, all of these things are the future. The digital transformation that they have to make, that we're a partner with them on this journey. And it's a consultative approach, right? We want to partner with them to kind of help them find the right solutions that make sense. And Honeywell has hundreds of solutions that we can really kind of help our customers drive that digital transformation. And so while we say that term, I think a lot, I think it's really true more so now than ever that our solutions can really help our customers kind of on that that journey and getting them back safely. I think one piece that just to kind of think about this, even a survey that we've done across our organization, 68% of our employees don't feel quite safe coming back to the office. And I think that probably resonates with a lot of our prospects and our customer base. And so, and that to me is just sharing that type of data with our customers. Like we're in this journey with them and full transparency, we're learning kind of with you and kind of what this looks like in the future. But I think proving out that our solutions are working for us at our corporate locations in Charlotte or in India or in the UK we're using our own solutions. And so I think what we're trying to show that our customers, like, look, we are the future and we're using it and let us help you on that journey. And I think that's going to be critical as we talk about the future going forward with our client base. Well, I look forward to seeing how that journey progresses. And I think we're all very excited and anxious to get on the other side and be in the full hybrid work mode. So Tammy, thank you so much for your time and your insight. Perfect. Thanks so much for having me. 